This is Matt in the Man Cave with my beautiful wife, Tracy Frump, Esther, Esther 414 Ministries. And um, we want to say thank you, thank you. for listening, for yeah. watching. Guys, you yeah. are the absolute best. Yes, you We are. have just got back from Dollywood in um, Tennessee. It's uh, just the most wonderful, uh, wonderful place. Love Tennessee. Smoky it's Mountains, Gatlinburg, yeah. Sevierville Pigeon Forge. Yeah. I mean, I love that place. Oh. I really... I just can I, I just can get close to God. I can yeah. relax. I love the cool air. Yeah. Um, there's just something about Tennessee. If oh, I had the yeah. money, literally, if I yeah. had the money, I would probably move to Tennessee. Yeah. I literally yeah. would because I just I there's just something yeah. it, it it lifts my spirit. But we yeah. got back, we spent about a week there or less than a week, um, yeah. and it just rejuvenated me. I'm yeah. so in love with Jesus. As much as I love it there, there's just nothing like being back home in your own bed, though. You know? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. I, um, we left uh, oh. last night at about 11, 11 on the 11th. I hope that means something to someone out there. It was, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. November 11th. And when we finally packed the car and we were about to drive away from the hotel, it was 11, 11. So, yeah. But guys, we're going to be in Mark chapter 9. It reads like this. Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. And whenever it, which it is a demonic spirit, seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples, and they could not cast the demon out. Wow. You know, here, 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 the disciples are hanging out with Jesus all of the time, and they're not able to cast out this demon. What does Jesus say about it? Okay, no, let, let me back up real quick. Back here. up, baby. Okay, this is um, Jesus had previously sent out his disciples by twos and empowered them. Empowered them, and and they they were saying how you know the Spirit had allowed them to be able to do this to cast out demons, and so this guy now is saying. I asked your disciples to do this, and they couldn't do it. And so, they couldn't. Now listen to Jesus. Now watch answers. this, because this yeah. a lot of times we get ideas uh, about how God is and how God isn't, or how Jesus is and yeah. how Jesus isn't, or how the Holy Spirit yeah. is and the Holy Spirit isn't. And you have to realize, yeah. within the Trinity, uh, one part of the Trinity will never act out. There's no sin within the Trinity, and you're yeah. not going to see one of the Trinity doing something, yeah. that, and you're like, oh my goodness. That contradicts. Yeah, it contradicts. Yeah. Listen to this. He answered him and said, this is Jesus, Oh, faithless generation. He's talking to his his disciples. Uh How long shall I be with you? (laughs) How long shall I bear with you? Bring them to me. I I like that. You know what? (laughs) The buck stops here. You know what I'm saying? You know, know, this is such a diss. Yeah. On the disciples. Let me read it in this other version. Okay, I read it. it. This is such time. a diss. He's, he answered them, You unbelieving generation, how much longer must I be with you? How much longer must I endure you? Bring them to me. Oh. oh this is. Stabbed I mean, look at, look at, look at. Jesus is all about business here. Yeah, I love yep, it. I mean, yep. this is just where the rubber meets the road. You're slapping the chili on the uh, the corn dog. You know, Jesus. He's, he's right in their face. This guy saying, hey, your disciples couldn't do anything. Jesus has already empowered them, like you said. Yeah. They, they've done all these things, but, uh, well, we're, we can't do anything here. Yeah, but you know what's interesting? You know what? Go ahead. Okay, what's I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, go ahead, but baby. The, the, the thing is that 
Jesus doesn't even answer the guy. He he looks directly at his disciples and addresses them. Yeah. Not the guy with with well, you know, like he's engaging in almost an and, argument. And you or, know what I think? This uh, this text is dealing with faith. Yeah. It's dealing with trust. It's dealing with relationship theology. Yeah. What the disciples did is they probably saw the son yes. f- foaming at the mouth, uh-huh. flopping all around. They, they they recognize the demonic spirits within this guy yeah. who's convulsing and rigid, and they get, they became powerless. And the same thing happens to us uh, when yeah. God, because you have to realize, and most people don't realize, they really don't, that God puts us in situation after, fill in the blank, situation, situation. Okay. after. Situation. And we could go on and on and on, which requires faith. Yeah. Which is another word for trust. Ah, God yeah. wants us to not look at the circumstances, yeah. but just to realize it's it's God. It, he has it under control. Yeah, it goes hand in hand with the verse walk by faith, not, not by, by sight. sight. And a lot of us are walking by sight, what we're seeing around us and then putting more power towards the enemy thinking, "Oh, this is impossible," and not realizing the magnitude of God and yeah. what He's capable of yeah. doing, and 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 the Holy Spirit lives within us, yeah. and, and the, the Spirit of the Living God has been applied to our lives. Yeah, the blood of the Father's Son, Jesus, mm. has been given to us to forgive us of our sins. We have been yeah. grafted in. Mm. I mean, we have all power and authority through Christ. God has already given us the answer. The answer is yes. Yeah. He said this. When you pray and it's my will, the answer is yes. And and James says in the book of James, we oftentimes pray amiss. So the answer is no, because we're like praying, but it's not God's will. Mm-hmm. But when you are in correct relationship, fellowship, you already sense the spirit leading you in your prayer, guiding you. And he, he leads us to these prayers. And what we're just doing is we're basically praying back God's word to him. Uh-huh. Now, the father here in the story brings the son and the son, yeah. okay, right in front of Jesus, starts in verse 20, okay, having this epileptic fit, yeah, yeah. wallowing around, foaming at the mouth. Uh, so Jesus asks the father, how long has this been happening? I'm not going to get into the theology. Uh-huh. Jesus knows everything, but... You know, why is he asking? It could have been for those people listening. And he said, from childhood. And often he throws himself both down in the fire and the water to destroy him. So Uh these demons, and and nowadays, let me just say this. I have to say this, that Uh people play. We just had uh, October 31st. And uh, people, they play around with the demonic. Hollywood promotes all. There's so many movies now and so many series that deal with the occult. And, and they just like slipping stuff in to even regular movies. You'll see occultic signs. And As if it's no big deal. It's no big deal. And, and yet here it tells us that the demons are wanting to destroy this yeah. young man. Yeah. So what takes place? He's thrown in the fire. He's thrown in the water to destroy him. Yeah. And the guy says this. Here's the father. But if you could do anything, have compassion on us and help. Again, Jesus isn't holding back here. I like it. I mean, Jesus, you know, he says this. This is my, I think this is one of my favorite. If, yeah. so in verse 23, Jesus starts it with if. You know, like, 
what did you say to me? I mean, it, 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 because, you know, in some of the other gospel stories, uh-huh. it's really more prominent how Jesus comes back. I can read it. Listen read, to this. Read it. Read Listen it out of yours. Okay. Read it out of yours. It's awesome. Okay. And it, I'll go back to the dad. The dad says, but if you are able to do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Then Jesus said to him, if you are able... <laughs> All things are possible for the one who believes. So again, we're looking at three words here. Trusting God, yeah. believing God, and having faith in God. Uh-huh. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Yeah. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Yeah, now, it's great. twofold. Yeah. This is a double-edged blade because a lot of people... They're reading it. We need to be empowered to live the Christian life. Mm. We need to be empowered, okay, so we can live a life and make choices that glorify God. Yeah. But there's an element where this guy has just sinned against God. Are you with me? Meaning he he has to. Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Meaning, forgive me of my sin. Yeah. Okay, because doubting God is sin. Yeah. It literally is sin. So, forgive me of my sin. Empower me to believe. And the Bible says if you have, you know, a seed the size of a mustard seed of faith, you can move mountains. And yet, we doubt God. And if we, what's so funny is we were at a church and um, we ended up leaving that church uh, abruptly. Uh-huh. Would you say that was abruptly? Yeah. Uh, we had five minutes to leave the church. I won't go into the story of that and that this whole thing isn't about the church. And um, we left everything behind and God told us to. But in an igloo cooler next to our bed were Tracy's prayer journals. Yeah. And um, everything in our house was taken, given away. I'm not really sure how they did it, but it was wrong. In God's eyes, it was wrong. It really was, you know, because of what, what why we left yeah. and, and the things that they how were doing. How it went down. How yeah. it went down. You know, you, and you can act, you can say whatever you want. It was wrong in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. And um, every last one of those people will give an account. But again, it sounds like I'm bitter. I'm not bitter. It does. <laughs> but let me tell you this. I was really hoping, hindsight, that someone kept the cooler of the prayer journals because, see, what Tracy has done all of our marriages, she would write the prayer request down. Mm-hmm. And then she would continue to write how she prayed and how she prayed. And she would document it day after day after day after day after day. And then, boom, answered prayer. Mm-hmm. Or God spoke into her life and said, no. Or God says, yes, yeah. but wait. And we have, at that time, 25 plus years of God stepping up to the plate and knocking one out of the park over and over and over again. Mm. God never has failed us. And I think a lot of people, when they're in a crisis, they forgot what God has done in the past. And that's why it's so good to write your prayers down and when God answers your prayers. And don't take, until God says no, don't take no for an answer. Satan will love you to quit praying. Yeah. Satan would love to defeat you. Satan would love for you to get in your emotions. Mm-hmm. It's black and white to God. Yeah. It really is. God responds to faith. 
and, and trust. Yeah. And, 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 and guys, you have to realize you are a child. You know, when we look at how Jesus is dressed the father, Abba, that name says it all. Mm-hmm. It's daddy. You know, even I have a shirt with a bear on it and it's called Papa Bear. <laughs> okay. Papa Bear. Papa. It comes from that word. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's the same form. It's Abba. It's daddy. And, and so we're coming to him as our heavenly father. We're saying, dad, this is what's going on in my life. Uh-huh. I need help. And, and I think we're just so, we're such wimps when it comes to prayer. And do you know, also, I had written down um, miracles that the Lord had done oh, in our lives. How many? And words, books, specific words. That books he, and books and books of miracles that he did in our lives. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, there was just different things that he, he spoke into our lives. And oh. the, those those things that he speaks. You can't even. So they, they, listen. 99% of it we would not even dare share. Oh, yeah. No. Because there was no one that we could share it with because yeah. they wouldn't believe it. No, they wouldn't. And they'd be able to try, they'd try to justify away God. Yeah. But, but the thing is that... Um, I think we saw bigger miracles than the, the, the parting of the Red Sea. Oh, and and, fi- and and Elijah calling down fire on Mount Carmel. <laughs> I mean, the miracles. And it was so crazy is there's just no one out there that you can say... I want to share what God did in my life. I know you'd love because, to. You know why? Because it says, "Do not cast pearls before swine." Yeah, we we had done that in the past, and people would just squelch it or whatever, or try and justify it away, and it was almost like taking away from God's glory, you know, yeah, and quenching the spirit. But but what I was going to say was, when God gives you those words, you'll know when oh. God gives you a dream or He speaks something into your life. Yeah. And it's and you're waiting for that to transpire. Fight the the, the enemy. Pick up the freaking sword and fight. The, the enemy would try to come along and make you believe that's not going to happen. There's no way this. There's can, no way that God can do that. But see, when you write these things down, you can go back and to commit what, them to prayer. Yeah, you commit them to prayer it, and you, commit them to fasting. But but you Boom. also but also when you go back and you reread how it went down, oh, how what yeah. happened. It it almost sparks that that again that that yeah. That. Let, let guys, I have to share this with you. There have been times that Tracy and I were in a tough situation. Oh, many times. Many <laughs> many times. We are in a very very tough situation. Oh. I mean, real tough. Uh, can't get into it, you know. But that's that's the that's the battle. That's the that's yeah. the you know. And God would speak into our lives, and He says, "Go back ten years." And look at the date and read oh, what yeah. you wrote. He would tell us, go back 10 years on this day and read what you wrote. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're like, we're looking through like, like this what? cooler through all these books. And we're like, okay, I found the book. We found the journal. You know what I'm saying? Because Tracy, sometimes. I put the, the dates. This It's from this, this month. This date to year. this date. Yeah. And so year. we'll yeah. go back 10 years to the date. And we start reading it and we get goosebumps. We like yeah. literally our hair on our arms. I mean, I'm just like, oh my goodness. And what it was, was God answering the prayer. Mm. Ten years earlier, 
You know what I'm saying? He he's addressing the very situation of what we're taking place, and he's he's yeah. telling us what he's going to do. Yeah, and and I mean, a, he's literally yeah. saying, "This is what I'm going to do." And he'll remind you by going back through different things yeah. of how he was faithful in the past, how he was trustworthy, well, and he's like, "I'm not changing. I'm not. I'm the I'm same yesterday, today, and forever." And I know uh, we always look at ourselves and we look at our sin. We're mm-hmm. like, "Well, God doesn't want to do that because I'm in sin." Well. That's not true. God looks at you through the prism of his son. Yes, he wants you to forsake that sin, repent of that sin, because that sin keeps you from hearing him. Yes. And and God, that's without communication, you know what I'm saying? You got problems, but God is still acting on your behalf. Yeah. You can't earn his salvation, and you yeah, can't be no. good enough to get into heaven. Yeah, and no. so I love that. But l- look at this. Let's look at how he, what goes on here. Verse 25. Okay. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, meaning the disciples uh, in the beginning of the story, they're arguing with the scribes, the Sadducees, the Pharisees. They're arguing. They're, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're doc- arguing yeah. over doctrine, you know, do's yeah. and don'ts. And there was a lot, and, and it tells us up front, there was a large crowd of people that were watching and listening. He rebukes the unclean spirit, saying to it, death and dumb spirit. Let me just say this. We don't really understand what we're fighting. Yeah. But it's it's not real hard. If you're dealing with someone that's angry all the time, it's a spirit of anger yeah. or a spirit of lust yeah. or a spirit of fear. Yeah. God says, I haven't given you a spirit of fear, fear. but a spirit of love and of strength and of sound okay, mind. Yeah. So a lot of times when we're dealing with things in our lives, uh, you know, like when we were at Dollywood, oh my goodness, I kept on having problems in fast food lines. <laughs> Before we would go into the park, because we yeah. can't afford the food in the park. Yeah, and we, it's not that good. We would either. go through McDonald's or we would go through a, a fast yeah. food and we'd try to eat as much as we could, you know, off the dollar menu. And then we'd go in the park and try to last until we got out of the park. But it just seems like I was having one day after another day after another day of dealing with people just, For you know. one thing or another. Well, it, it, it was driving or... me crazy, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I knew it was there. It was a, something was taking place. There was some kind of testing in my life, yeah. and most of the days I did very well. Yeah. It was only one day that I almost lost it. <laughs> but there is a spirit of deaf and dumb. Yeah, I command you, Jesus said, "Come out of him and enter him no more." Then the spirit cried out, convulsing him greatly, and he became as one that was dead. So they said. Uh oh, Jesus just killed him. He's dead. Meaning this this demon is fighting Jesus. He doesn't want to yeah. come out, and he's it's just like you know like this battle. Yeah. Uh, just just you know he's convulsing him so hard that everyone watching, oh my goodness, the guy's dead. The kid's yeah. dead. Okay, but Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up, and he arose. He could have been dead. He literally here could have been dead. Because everyone's looking, they're like, he's dead. But Jesus grabs his hand. See what I'm saying? Jesus grabs his hand, lifts him up, and he arose. And when he had come into the house, his disciple asked him privately, why could we not cast him out? (laughs) So he said to them, look at, look at, this kind comes out only by nothing but prayer and fasting. The disciples had not been doing their due diligence. Mm -hmm. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How many times do you think a person has asked me, you know what I'm saying, over the years, Matt, is it really important that, you know, that I obey God? That I read my Bible, that I go yeah. to church, that I watch sermons, that I that I disciple myself and have others disciple me. How if important is it? You want to have a it? close relationship with God. Yeah. sure, it's important. <laughs> if you want, you, there's there's two things going on here. Yeah. Okay. You can be like the disciples who are powerless, yeah. and it really sucks. Is that spiritual to say that? I don't know. I, don't I hope know. I'm not offending anybody, but I want to use that word. Yeah. It really sucks to be in a situation, and you need heaven to be moved on your behalf. But you haven't done what is necessary. Right. You see what I'm saying? These yeah. disciples, they, they, you know, and they're with Jesus all the time. They are seeing Jesus. They are seeing him mm. raise the dead, make the blind to see. He's touching the leopard. I mean, he's he's doing it all. Yeah. He's, he's breaking all the social norms and the customs. Yeah. And, and so, but they still, they're not pressing in. Yeah. They're not pushing into the relationship. Yeah. You know, they, they, they're just not getting it. Yeah. And, and and so many people today are just not getting it. They're satisfied. I, I, I'm a yeah. Christian, so that means I'm what? I'm going to heaven. Right. Yeah, you know, and I'm happy. I, yeah. all right. And so I, I, I dabble in garbage. Not all the time. And when I sin, I ask God to forgive me. Well, that's great. But you're going to be defeated because yeah. you have to press into the bosom. It's almost yeah. like when they describe John the Beloved. You know, the, uh, at the Last Supper, yeah. where he's putting his che- his head on Jesus's chest, yeah. he's Leading. pressing in. He's pressing in, and, and and we have to do that in all areas of our life. And when you do, guys, you have to you have to understand. God says, when you are pressing in, that you are going to be rewarded. He'll take you to the next level. He with takes him. you yeah. to the next level, and I think yeah. people. They're they getting on. They don't understand what that next level is. No, they don't yeah. understand. They think this. And listen, they think this is all there is. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of people they go to church, mm-hmm. and I'm not picking on anyone, guys. Not picking yeah. on you. Uh, they hear a few sermons. Um, someone's prodding them. You ought to say the magic prayer. Yeah. You ought to say the prayer and get baptized. Yeah. But and so they just say the prayer and nothing changes. They get baptized. Now in their nothing mind, changes. They're, they're saved and I'm good yeah, to go. Yeah, I'm no. good to go. Nothing presses, and they think if this is all there is. Then they they just think now I can live on my terms yeah. the way I want to live and when I die I just go to heaven and really they miss the whole thing mm. the whole reason you're a Christian is so you can be branched in to that divine nature that you can communicate with your Lord your Savior with God mm. why would I want to I'm praying all my life I'm trying to be good and I'm doing all these things in this life so when I die I go to heaven I can be with God. You could be with God right now, partner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can enjoy all of God. And it. And, and how do we do that? We press in. And to the degree that you are digging in, yeah. pressing in, yeah. reading, loving. I mean, you know what? God lead, God's Spirit leads us all differently how we press into the divine mm, nature, yeah. how we enter that relationship, how we in our lives enter into the Holy of Holies, you know, that sacred place where God is there and He speaks to us. And he, he, there's so many ways that God speaks to us. Yeah, let me, let me make one comparison here in this story. And yes, it's, girlfriend. It's, it's a contrasting comparison and it's a really, really interesting point here. Jesus responds differently to the disciples than he does to the Father. Right. The, the Father has little faith. And he's like, 
It's almost as if... I believe, help my unbelief. Well, well, before that, it's almost as if he's a little scared to ask, kind of timidly, yeah. if if you can do anything. You know? Yeah. I mean, just kind of hoping he might be able to do something, and, but not certain that he can. You know what's funny? It's and, almost like after Jesus talks to him, Jesus gives him permission. Yeah. To, to uh, He gives him permission to ask, you know, yeah. if you can. And then it says that he cried out to him. Yeah. yeah it's almost and, like God enabled him just with this passion, this zeal, yeah, this like love. He overwhelmed He's him, overwhelmed yeah. with the love of God. Yes. If... If, and then all of a sudden, that father can. is crying out and petitioning the Lord with everything, and that's yeah, what's required. Him. Yeah, it's like the, he he allowed the Holy Spirit to overwhelm him to give him that wisdom to 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 let him to understand. Help my unbelief. Yeah, you know that he knows he needs help with that. Yeah, that he wants to believe, but he needs his help to you believe. Know, you know who? Uh, no one ever reads or uh, watches this guy or listens to this guy. But I like Wigglesworth. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, Smith Wigglesworth. Smith Wigglesworth was a pastor, a preacher, a teacher, but he was a great prayer warrior. And he truly, someone would call Wigglesworth over to the house. Yeah. And he would go to the houses. What's wrong? Well, they said this person, you know, blah, 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 has two days to live. And we were wondering what you thought. And Wigglesworth would go in there and says, where'd you get the two days? Uh Well, that's what the hospital said. That's what the doctor said. And Wigglesworth says, well, that's not what God said. And God, he would pull out his Bible and start commanding the sickness to go in the name of Jesus, rebuking the cancer, telling the person to get up. I mean, some of the stories that are literally documented because of his faith, it was crazy. People that they said, they'll be dead tomorrow. The next day or the day after, they're in church, fully healed by God Almighty. And they're like, I don't understand. He had great faith. He also had the gift of healing. Yeah, he had the gift of healing. He had great faith. And, 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 you know, it's just amazing because he said, I'm not doing anything. I'm just taking God at his word. Yeah. I just, you know, and and again, we're looking at belief, trust, faith. Those things. Now, let me go to the second point, how how Jesus dealt with the Father in, in, in compassion. His heart went out to him. But with his disciples, it was almost, Boom. oh, it, it was like a verbal rebuke and, and spanking almost, yeah. you know. He is just like, basically, you have been with me for how many years now? You and faithless you, generation. And you still don't get you it? You don't get oh, it. come on. I'm, uh, uh, what have you seen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You know, so and and, and that's look at the books. Yeah, you and, know, I think more is required of you and I. Yeah, because of what God's put us through. And, yeah, you know, and, and yeah. again, when he when he puts you through something, it's going to something. Yeah, exactly. There's power. There's an acknowledgement. You know, I've been here before. I've yeah. been in a tough place. God did this, and when when God's telling you to go ten years back. And you actually have a prayer journal that mm-hmm. is from 10 years ago. Yeah. And you can go to this date at this time because Tracy yeah. put the time down. And and there's your answer there. Oh, yeah. oh. And, I, and you know, I, I, I remember reading someplace where they said, if you look in the Bible, you will not see Jesus uh, condoning, meaning uh, saying, oh, you poor thing. 
about a oh, person no. who doesn't believe or who has a lack of faith no. that has been following God. That's not yeah. like a... He, he, you don't see him babying no, people. No, he does not. He's, he, you know, he wants like, you snap, to come. Yeah, in your face. It's really... It's like, come on now. Move on to that next yeah. level. Let's come, go Go now. to the next level and the next level and the next level. Yeah, and, and um, the Apostle Paul, he's done that with people too, saying... You should be meat eaters and now. And you're still drinking milk. Yeah, you know, I mean, you should be teaching and others. It, you know, in the book of Revelation, I don't know if it's Revelation. I was just reading it. But it says, when I come back, will I find faith at all? Yeah. That's what it says. Because everyone today now yeah. is is looking at what's going on now around yeah. the world. And and, and, and I've, I've got caught up at looking about my inner circle, my world, yeah. you know, looking at, you know, and, and sometimes there's so many different things that are going on in our life. We, we, we miss sight of the big picture that we are here in this point in time uh, to learn, to trust, to believe, yeah. to move mountains, to do miracles. To, to further God's kingdom, yeah. to be that light, yeah. his light you to have other people. To. Yeah, why? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I listen to some men in the in the past in the pulpit. They're defeated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're literally defeated. They don't. Yeah. It's almost like they don't believe. No. It's 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 like I'm just here for my paycheck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, just, I, I, I'm gonna download my sermon, which drives me crazy. I don't uh, need to tell people any anyone on the man cave that or Esther. <laughs> it drives me crazy because yeah. God has a message. Yeah. Specifically for that church, for that individual. Yeah, I'm like, are you telling me that that God isn't speaking to you, or you don't believe you can hear God when you're up there, or are you just up there because anybody can be a preacher, which oh. is wrong? Because okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go here real quick, real quick. Since we talked about Smith Wigglesworth and his gift of healing, oh, yeah. God has given gifts to each individual, to yeah. the Holy Spirit, to those who are Christians. You know, a gift of preaching, a gift of teaching, a gift of healing, you know, all and these all these gifts. different different gifts. And, and and when people don't use those gifts They're not noticeable. They're yeah, they're not noticeable. Well let, let me tell you this, okay. guys, and I've i I've, I've said this so many times. The gift isn't an emotional feeling. Mm-hmm. It is something God has given you. It is only experienced when it is used. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not like you're gonna feel this goosebumps, this great anointing, yeah. you're gonna see the dove, you're gonna hear a voice from heaven. The gifts that God has given you, they're to be used. Yeah. When they are used in faith, they're there. Yeah. But don't think that, you, you know, when I've heard people say this, well, I, I don't qualify to, to preach or I don't qualify to do this or I really don't want to share my testimony because they might ask me a question. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. You are filled, if you're born again, with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And as you share the gospel, share what God's done in your take life. Take that step of take faith. Take that step of faith. Yep. I mean, That's it, it was terrifying for me to get in the pulpit for the first time. <laughs> Ter- I mean, I've told the story. I threw up. I canceled the first night. You know, I hoped, uh, I really thought, I hope he, the guy just, his name was Roy Worthily. Yeah. He's gone to be with the Lord now. But I was hoping that he just was letting me off the hook. It was like, uh, no, no, Matt, no. We, I need to get you up there. <laughs> and what he wanted me to do, and I was like, Roy, I have no education. I have, I have nothing. He says, I understand that, but I, I just want you to pick a passage that you like and just talk about it. You know what he was trying to do? He wanted me to get up there and trust God that God was going to see me through and see if it, if the gift was there. Yeah. Because as I went up there. And it wasn't until I opened the Bible and started talking that I saw the gift. It was present. 
I never felt the gift. I didn't know I had the gift. Uh-huh. Yeah, but he understood the premise. He understood it. Yeah. He really understood uh-huh. it. And that's with all these different yeah. things. And and we just have to do it. And see, it's it, and sometimes we feel like we, we are good at something or we could do something. But other people don't testify to that. You yeah. know, they're, it's it's just something maybe we enjoy doing. Strangle cow. It, what? Strangle cow. Strangle cow? How many times have we been sitting there? And this is terrible. Strangle cat. Strangle cat or cow. Okay. We're sitting there and a person swears <laughs> they have. <laughs> look, at look. at This is terrible, guys. And we're not picking on anybody, but it, it does sound like we are. Yeah. They swear that they have a gift of, of singing. singing. Yeah. And they get up there. And it sounds like a strangled coyote or cat or dog or a, a moose or something, yeah. just like caught in a snare. It's, and, it's distracting. And it's so distracting. It's, where I, there's a person in every church, all the gifts are in every church, but yeah. people aren't exercising the, the gifts. gifts yeah. But there's a person there that has the gift, yeah. but they're scared. Yeah. And, and guys, we want to encourage you yeah. to move out in faith, faith. trust, and belief. Yeah. And, and guys, I've been rebuked by God. More times than I'd like to admit. <laughs> I mean, honestly, God is real good about saying yes and about saying no. Yeah. And if, 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 and I've said, you know, David said, Lord, search me, know me. You know, yeah. God, if you start moving out, God can tell you no. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you have a check in your spirit, if you have an uneasiness, I'm not talking about fear. Yeah. Satan's always going to try to keep you from doing God's will. Oh, yeah. But here are the disciples who are with Jesus, yeah. can't do it. And so yeah. you're, you're one of, you know, you're either going to move out like Wigglesworth and just, and until, yeah. guys, and I want I want you to hear this. When you're praying, when you're fasting, when you're pushing heaven, when you're asking, you don't stop. Yeah. You don't stop until God says no. God's told you no before. Oh, yeah, he has. God said to Tracy, and I'm not going to go into the story, and she was praying, and then God said enough in a very very, a very stern stern voice yes okay and there's been times when god said move forward to me many yeah. many times yes the answer is yes it's my will mm. my spirit's leading you in this prayer my spirit's leading you to to fast my yeah. spirit's leading you to act in faith and go forward mm-hmm. with this guys don't be don't be like the dad it, you know in the question if God loves when you come to him boldly yeah. and quoting yeah. his word to him. He yeah. loves it, guys. Yep, quoting the Lord's quoting word back. Quoting the word back to him and yeah. just hitting hard. Man, there are some guys that I know, oh, they're so strong in their relationship and in their prayer life. I mean, every time they drop to their knees, I honestly can see the gates of hell shaking. You want to be the number one hated guy in hell. They, you want your face, you know, on a poster in hell, most wanted, you know, most hated, most despised, you, because I, so much can be done. The world, I'll close with this. The world has yet to see what can be done by one man who will fully and solely consecrate his life to God. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, I William do. Carey. William Carey. William Carey said, yeah. the world is filled with people who are just half-hearted. Yeah. They're sp- you know, they have divided loyalties, but it's yet to see someone who is sold out. Mm-hmm. And guys, we're asking you to do that. Yeah. We're asking anyone listening to this to sell out to God in such mm-hmm. a manner, in such a way that, I mean, you know, you are just, you know, you are just such a sharp instrument in God's hand and he is wielding you around 
just, you know, as he wills. And you are just there, man, getting it on. That you are seeing God as a great and mighty God that can do anything. Can do God. Yeah, that that he is greater than the enemy because so many people have put the enemy above God. and guys, if you're not... They don't realize. And if you're not seeing miracles, why not? I mean, why not? Why aren't you seeing miracles? Why aren't you seeing healings? Why aren't you seeing victories? Why aren't you seeing your prayers answered? Yeah. And, and and really, are you hearing the still small voice? And it's just a look inward kind of thing, not pick on you kind of thing. Look inward. And if you're not seeing it, if you're not getting the mountaintop victories along with the valleys, but you're fighting in the valleys and you're experiencing, you're, mm-hmm. you, have to, yeah. you have to have it all. But man, there's a problem. There really is a problem. Yeah. You have to. And maybe... maybe you know, I hate to say it. Some people are just sitting on the sidelines. I'm just happy going to heaven. And and you know I don't what? want to fight. And sometimes I I think sometimes when God does answer those prayers and we just kind of dismiss it. We don't even say thank you. Oh, no. For, for even Whether the smallest Whether or not 10 of, of you. Yeah. You know? Exactly. There's, the ten, there's 10 leopards. Yeah. And you know, God heals all 10. Yeah, Jesus. They Jesus. come to Jesus and they and he heals them. And then one comes back. To say thank you. And he says, were there not 10 of you? And, there, and how embarrassing is that? One yeah. out of 10. You know what that is? Yeah. Yeah, that's the remnant. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what God sad. talks about throughout the Bible. Yeah. All right, guys, we love you. Remember to say thank you to the Lord. Remember to say thank you for everything. And mm-hmm. um, I want to see you on the higher levels in your relationship yeah. with the Lord. I do. Yeah. And I know you want to. Yeah. I'm telling you, we I've, start experiencing no, oh, it. There's nothing like it. Oh, man, there's nothing like Yeah. Seeing God do wonders and miracles in your life. I mean, there's nothing like it. So, hey, we love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Keep on praying for us. Peace. 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 Bye.